And once again, a big shout out to all of our supporters over at patreon.com forward slash 87asurvivorfm, to all of our $5 supporters, our editors, thank you so, so much, our $10 supporters, our production managers, Florida, Big Dog, Shane Murphy, Tank Dazza, Hawkshammer, and Cyanotic, thank you all so, so much. Our producers, our $25 supporters, Jake Snow and Red Freedom. Uh, our YouTube members, Kenny Baker, King of Lobar, Cinnamon, Muddy Track Links, and probably one of the coolest names I've seen in here, Jake is zero cool. Nah, buddy, you're cool. In fact, you're a legend who each week helps the show go on, which we can't thank you enough for all of your support, even just by watching or listening each week to the podcast, and we hope you enjoy this week's show. Also, a big shout-out to all of the team behind the show. There's obviously myself, Boydie, Marks, Lad, Archie, Fix Your Internet, Foxy, Dancer Jesus, Jacob Mango, The One, and Spud from Daisy Down Under. Thank you all. Links are in the description. Please go check them out and give them some support. All the best and enjoy the show. And we are live in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome to episode 97 of the Daisy Podcast, folks. We are joined today, as usual, by Marks and Lad. How are you doing, boys? Doing good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And Dumpgra is filling in for Archie, who's apparently got the flu at the moment. Yeah. How are you doing, Dumpgra? I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. <clears throat> what a week. What a couple of weeks. I missed um, last week because I slept in and... Um, but we're back on track today. Uh, no guests today, folks. Um, we did have someone who we were talking to, but they uh, want to keep their stuff kind of private for the moment. So um, you just get to make do with the usual crew uh, plus Dumpy tonight. Um, fair bit's been happening in the last week or so. Um, obviously, there's been my announcement, but uh, we'll talk about that more towards the end. Um, we've got some stuff in the agenda this week. Um, probably the big one to start off with is um, the Community Spotlight. Yeah, it was actually quite an interesting one. It was, time. it was. Give me a sec. Let me just uh, bring that up. Find it over on Twitter. Oh, no, not Daisy Japan. We want Daisy. There we go. Yes. Share my screen. So the first thing they talk about is the um, <coughs> Karma Crew Livonia server. Anyone played it? Not yet. And um, actually, no, not yet, no. I played a small bit of it, but I'm not a huge fan of Livonia, so I'm not really going to comment much on it. <laughs> what about you, Dumpgro? You had a go at it? Uh, no, I've not played it, but uh, I had a personal tour from Minder himself. Uh, he actually asked me to be on his uh, server team. Um, mm -hmm. Fortunately, we, I decided to decline. 
but uh, it was really cool. He had a lot of cool ideas, uh, lots of military zones spread throughout it. It was a very interesting take on Livonia, but uh, definitely interesting. Let's have a look at their trailer. Looks pretty cool. Minder loved and Tapebreak love their tripwires, so they wires between buildings, don't they? No. I've seen so many clips of those guys running them. Not a bad little clip there. Yeah, th th like we've talked about many a time, though, things like that really, really do. Um, um, help promote a mod or a um, a, uh, a a map or anything along those lines. Um, so very well done um, editing there. I wonder who edited that. No idea, but uh, I think it might have been Mike himself, actually, considering the videos on his channel. Yeah, he's quite a talented but, uh, yeah, um, no, was... man. That right. Oh yeah, he's, he's he's fucking phenomenal. Really, really good stuff. I'll have to actually try and dedicate some time to give give the server a shot. Because I don't typically play in the Karma Crew servers at all. So, I think it'll be a good shout. Neither do I, but it's just that's more just a ping issue for me. Um, I'm not sure if they have yeah, any in the US, but yeah. I think they only have the one server, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's EU. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else do they talk about in here? The Queens of the Castle event. Um, we talk about that a fair bit as well. It was fucking amazing. Did any of you guys watch um, Vigilante Gamer's um, video that he did uh, from footage from the event? No, it wasn't a way he done one. He, um, he, he's got this really cool video about running the rabbit, how to do a room uh, clearance um, as a duo. And when I was watching um, uh, Army Zed's um, video, um, I saw two of the girls actually did an almost picture-perfect um, slicing the pie, as he calls it, or running the rabbit, um, and right. I sent it through to him, and he actually did a video on it that... Uh, why am I typing in? Vigilante Gamer. Uh, run the rabbit. Uh, it's only one minute fifty seven. Oh my god. Oh, he's about to spring in. I've lifted this clip from a ladies only event called Queen of the Castle. You can check it out on uh, Amish Zed's YouTube channel. I've talked about running the rabbit before and this is an interesting case study because 
This is not happening in a corner-fed room. It's actually a center-fed room. You can see as the first player comes in, she doesn't run in a straight line to the opposite side of the room. She actually takes a right-hand turn, and I think she might be checking that right corner, because this can't be cleared from the outside before they come in. I don't know if she's run in and followed that wall to the right for this reason, but if she did, it's um, probably her way of uh, dealing with that problem. So she follows the wall all the way around to the right, and there's actually a little corner there, a little nook that she can use as cover. And that's really bad for the defender. The defender's got nowhere to go, nothing to hide behind, as the second player comes in the door and shuts down her central nervous system. And then immediately we've got this fire coming from the next level up, because they're fighting in this 3D space, this castle. So that's a really interesting real gameplay example of running the rabbit with a couple of extra elements added in. The center-fed room aspect and the corner that the first player can uh, take cover behind. He was so excited when I sent oh, this through to him. Man. They just nailed it, didn't they? Oh, Absolutely. That's phenomenal. <laughs> Really well done. And absolutely oh God, first class camera dude. positioning by Amish said. How they doing? No, yeah. they didn't he was in the perfect there. position, ready for it, and was able to capture it in um, perfect time. But that's the sort of stuff that my mate Vigilante does. Um, uh, and he'd actually done um, uh, a video uh, when you go to his channel um, <clears throat> really recently where... Um, I think it's this one here, Doors and Thresholds, Run the Rapid, uh, and he'd asked for real-life, um, as in in-game examples. And when I saw that one, I was like, Vidge, man, you need to check this out. And he was like, oh, mm. my God, there is so much in this video. But that, that one point was just so beautifully done. You know, those girls, they I, I don't know whether they planned it, whether they knew the tactic, but they, they just nailed it. It was one of the best breach and clears I've ever seen. Because I think they even had a it third person pretty... in the background who was, you could see those yeah. green tracers shooting over the head, taking someone out up high. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, but yeah, that it was actually quite impressive. I mean, I haven't watched anything about it as of right now because I just haven't at the time. But watching that and, you know, having it explained, really, really well done. And I don't know if it was intentional or if it's just something that came to instinct for that particular group. Mm-hmm. But uh, did, which team won, actually? Team Red. <laughs> With that, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And, yeah, I've got to give it to the, um, to the girls and Happy Bombs as well. Um, mm. they, they've really reinvigorated um, the Daisy community to start doing um, uh, more events. Uh, yeah, the yeah, viewership definitely. for that event was amazing. Um, Amish said to me he had you know over two thousand people at one stage watching him, um, and that was for a a girls' event. Which you know you would if you would think you know if you believe uh, modern media that you know men hate female gamers and that people weren't going to watch, but people fucking loved it. They absolutely loved the event. I mean, considering they've already got one coming up for August. Yeah. You know, it just it goes just goes to prove on how um how well received it was. Mm -hmm. And we've obviously been featured on the community spotlight, which to be fair, we knew it was gonna happen. It's just it's absolutely really nice to even see like Daisy themselves is also acknowledging this kind of event. Yeah. Really, really nice. And you know, if anybody who hasn't seen the video, if you go onto the community spotlight 
uh, page, you can also see the one hour, 22 minute long video that Armish said published about yep. the event. So definitely give it a shot. I'm going to after the stream. I, I watched it um, the day after um, in between doing mm. chores around the house and stuff like that. That's it there. The Deadly Women of Daisy, Queens of the Castle PvP event. Um, totally worth it. Um, and Amish uh, did a great job. But probably the only thing, I would have loved to have seen him and um, who was the other commentator? I'm Maybe. not too sure. But they, they should have duo cast it. Um, yeah, because... Mm. Yeah, then they could have uh, yeah, given each other tips on what was happening. And have you watched it yet, Dumpgra? Uh Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. No, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, hats off to Ariana uh, for organising it. Um, happy bombs for um, helping them uh, see it through. And Amish and um, it was Dr. Dreist, I think it was, was the other commentator. Name rings a bell. Name rings a bell, but I'm not too sure. Yeah. It's... It's probably on the video. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they're talking about it there, that um, they're looking at doing another one upcoming in um, August, so I think that would be brilliant. I wonder what they're going to do for this one. Because um, you know, the beautiful thing is, as well, uh, they would have learnt uh, some things. I honestly think they all need to use VoIP um, mm. only for it, uh, just because it adds that extra element and it makes it a bit better for the uh, for the commentators as well. They can hear the team's... Um, talking their tactics through and things like that. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure Team Red did use VoIP the entire um, event, but some of the other teams were using Discord for their comms and things like that. Uh, you know, you could issue everyone with a radio um, and give them a frequency, but, yeah, you know, then you've got the whole thing of someone might be listening in. Um, you know, I've said it before, they, they need to add more frequencies to the radios in DayZ. Um, how many channels are there by default? Over six, right? I think it's. Mm. I think it's a little bit more than six. Eight, eight, nine, something like that. Yeah, there needs yeah. to be a hundred. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how hard that would be to implement, um, but they, they they really really need to add more, um, just so that there's you know it's not as easy for people to listen in to you if you and your squad pick a frequency and that it's harder for them to find you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can speak from the modding side that it's impossible to add any more frequencies for mods, so it would be definitely a yeah. thing to do. Also, I think that the voice over internet protocol in Daisy, while it's decent, it's not really, really reliable. So, like, I think maybe doing it in chat um, inside the thing might be hard during an event such as this. Yeah. requires perfect teamwork. Yeah, but it, it adds an extra element to it, though, of uh, difficulty. Um, you know, the, the whole having to yell and then, you know, change down to whisper and, um, yeah, but uh, I can sort of see the point, but, you know, for, from a viewer's perspective, it was kind of frustrating at times, you know, um, Amish or Dr. Dreyas would be there, uh, watching, um, a team, but you couldn't hear what they were talking about, um, to get the, uh, oversight of what was going on. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There are some ways they can use Discord to do this. If you right-click on anyone in Discord, you can mute them. So they can mute all of the other teams but their own. And then Amish Zed, the people who are you know commentating on it, could be hearing people. And then they could be literally jumping in between channels or whatever to kind of get different perspectives. Mm. Uh, I think the way, just by looking at that clip, the way it was done there, phenomenal. Really, really good. 
I, but I, but you guys know I'm a huge fan of VoIP. I just like VoIP uh, because it, it creates opportunities and uh, possibilities that might not have happened if everyone's just running around in Discord channels. Uh, like Darkwing says in chat there, though, encrypted radios would be awesome. Um, I know that um, there are radios you can get which also um, uh, basically they hop between um, frequencies and then when a yeah. signal is picked up on that frequency, it locks into that one. Um, so they're constantly roaming through all the frequencies until a transmission is heard and then it locks into that one and then it starts roaming yeah. again. Yeah, you know, that could be like a tier four loot item and, and rare as fuck on the map. Huh. That could be interesting, to say the least. I think that'd be pretty cool. And the batteries, uh, like Moonshine says in chat there, the batteries, uh, they they, mm. they get chewed up way too fast. Um, you'd have to have that um, yes. long knife batteries mod um, for the radios. Otherwise, it'd be a real pain in the ass because that is one of the problems. Um, um, that radios have is you know you can have it turned on and it goes dead and you just don't know um you know you, you, the static noise kind of you get used to it and then when it's not there you don't really notice it so they probably need to add yeah. like you know it beeps or something as the battery is getting low uh to let you know that you need to change your battery and yeah they definitely need to do something to make it a bit more immersive. Um, I mean, the, the the current VoIP system for radios is pretty... I think it's pretty good as of right now. It's really good for experiences. I, I do recall some time ago, <laughs> playing on the Malsk, I was eavesdropping on somebody's frequency, and they were talking, they were trying to license and meet up with one of their friends. Yep. And they were, and they were talking about how they got killed before. So, and I saw this group at uh, the Athena Research Institute, and I just said, hey, well, if you go to Athena, don't fucking, like, don't go to this place, because you're going to get killed. And they were like, who the hell? Like, they were, and they were, like, chatting shit at us, and I'm just like, I know exactly where you are. You don't know where I am. You better <laughs> shut your shit. And they, they certainly started shutting their shit. <laughs> King of Lobar, thank you so, so much, mate. I don't know whether you heard the announcement, but we'll be talking about that a bit later. But thank you so much for uh, renewing your membership, buddy. Mm. <laughs> um, uh... Yeah, radios do need some love. They really do. The static should... Yes, the static should not... The static is one of the things that really fucking annoys me. Now, I've got um, tinnitus. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, people know what that is. That's that constant ringing in your ears. So I'm very sensitive to certain noises there. Um, and radios, unless someone is transmitting um, something, radios don't make a noise. Um, and, yeah, it's it's just frustrating, that constant static that comes over once you turn a radio on. I hate it with a passion. It just drives me fucking insane, to, be, to put it bluntly. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, and you need to push the talk button for the radio. So, yes, that's the other thing. Yeah, once you turn a radio on, the minute you press VoIP, um, it's transmitting what you say, whereas I totally yeah. agree you need an actual transmit button as opposed to VoIP. Uh, it makes for some interesting yeah, I, I interactions guess... because people forget they've got their radio turned on. So Yeah. Yeah. I think what could be done is that maybe an extra button input. So, um, you know, you've got your main VoIP and then maybe... Uh, another button on your keyboard is your radio VoIP. Yep. So when you use your radio VoIP, it also talks locally and the radio, but when you yeah. use your local VoIP, 
it it's actually local. People on the radio can't hear. So I think that that might be a good bet. Mm-hmm. Good uh, way to go about um. it. I know, for example, like with Discord, like I've got, like with this mouse, I've got my VoIP connected to this button in mm-hmm. Discord VoIP. That on that one. So what I could do is I can just, like, if anybody as well, who's got like the the mouses with like twelve fucking buttons on the side. Yep, like me. You can easily just yeah, well, there you go, and you easily just dedicate a button to to each, and then there you go, sorted. I've uh, actually uh, had someone um, teach me something, being the boomer that I am. Um, I've finally set it up so that I can actually uh, um, play and be in Discord with people. Um, someone showed me that uh, in Discord there's a function where you can uh, use a button for your mute, and I've got the Corsair Scimitar um, with the 12 buttons on the side of it, and my number five yeah. is my push-to-talk button. So I've set that as my mute Discord button, so when I'm talking to someone in-game, I'm not annoying the fuck out of everyone um, in the Discord <laughs> with me, so yeah, that was pretty smart. Running Man's got a great video yeah. on um, the uh, Corsair Scimitar Pro, um, how to set it up for Daisy. Um, <clears throat> I don't think a lot of people realise, but he's got um, uh, so many functions from his leans to his ranging of his rifle, all set to um, buttons on his mouse. Um, yeah, and. The the, the, the the nice part of the feedback from that video was the amount of disabled gamers who actually said that his video has changed their life. Um, people with, you know, finger issues, maybe, I, I, I'm not not sure, but uh, the same, a lot of them apparently struggle with mouse and keyboard. Um, but his yeah. uh, video said it made playing DayZ so much easier for them because they could just have buttons um, associated with uh, their mouse. So, yeah. Really cool uh, video on his channel. Uh, just look at the, the oh, Running Man Corsair Scimitar Pro. Um, and I don't even yeah. think it was a sponsored video either when he did it. This was years ago too. Yeah, I was just about to say I haven't heard of that video mm. before. Now, what else have we got? Um, Happy Bombs has got a couple of events coming up. Survive in March and the Great Easter Animal Hunt in April. Um, mm-hmm. Classic survival format along with a twist of PvP elements uh, among the teams of two. The event will take place on the 19th of March. So what's that? Uh, a fortnight away. Um, the second event is non-PvP uh, yes. and self-explanatory since it's called the Great Easter Animal Hunt. It will be held on April 16th. So I think Happy Bombs is um, kind of making a bit of a name for himself as the go-to guy for for good events um, in the DayZ community, yeah. which is good to see that someone has taken that mantle. Well, that's it. It's good that there's somebody out there who's actually going ahead to do that. Hmm. Uh, you know, I've spoken to Happy Bombs a few times, and he seems like a really canny lad. He is. Um, so, you know, more props to him, and wish him the best for those events. I might take him the non-PVP one. Um, see how that boards well, because I'm shit at PVP. <laughs> so, What's the event going on right now, Shug Dog? Oh, there's one going on right now, is it? Apparently. Yeah, the um, Happy Bombs is um, doing an event, I think, the 19th of this month. Right. Um, let me get the info. Hang on one second. Well, that's uh, the one we that's just talked about. Survive. Just about. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ju- survive Jewels, but it's going to be on Melkart. Um, yeah, it's going to be on Melkart, and he was looking for people to do it. So seems like it'll be... Uh, a pretty good uh, thing. 
Then we've got um, Rampage Granny doing a, a boxing event. Um, I've done them before. They're a lot of fun, the boxing events, and um, some, some familiar names in there. Um, Kill Beans and Tenacious D and Kentucky, Fatal Goddess, Deathbringer. So that should be quite an interesting little event. I've got a nice little yeah. ring set up. Phoenix <clears throat> uh, stands for that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like fun. Yeah, no, that that does look like fun as well. Uh, so that's going to be really, really cool. I want to talk about the video by Nitno, though. Uh, that if you just scroll up a little bit, there's a base building tips by Nitno. Oh, that's, is that this one? Yeah, that, uh, the one above. That isn't a video. Here you go. Oh, oh, there we there go. We go. Yeah, so I mean, I know Dump, I know Dump here has his um, the building fortifications mod, which is really really cool. But there's also a lot of servers out there, especially for vanilla, who obviously aren't going to be using mods for stuff like that. So I always encourage people to create videos about base building tips, even for the veterans, because there'll always be yeah. stuff that we forget about. So, and I know Nitno's done some really good good videos in the past talked to them a couple of times so i definitely recommend people giving the video a watch i mean consider it was on the fucking community spotlight so there you go definitely recommend people giving it a watch one of the good things for watching videos like this as well is um yeah one of the problems i always faced when it came to building bases on maps is i don't do a lot of base rating um so mm. i'm not familiar with all of the little exploits and glitches that are there in Daisy that people use, um, yeah, you know, things like um, you know every server has rules around what you can and can't do. Um, you know, stacking things like uh, vehicle tires um, to gain height, yeah. and you know, crouching and players getting on the back and them standing up and all these other sorts of things. Unless you're actively doing them, you don't know about them, and then you don't know how to counter them. Um, within the rules mm. and the the, the mods um, and the whatever settings are on the server, you know whether it's got uh, build anywhere or not. Um, so there's a lot. To, it's very hard and it's very frustrating. I know for a lot of um, players on uh, servers when they're constantly being raided, but they don't know what the weaknesses are. And of course, most mm -hmm. people who raid a lot aren't going to share that. But the YouTubers are coming to the rescue there, and they're showing people. You know the these um these weaknesses with their bases. You know even down to things yeah. like um I was um building a base on uh, Stewart Island, um and I couldn't place a wall. And I knew what the problem was, but some people who you know might only be casual Daisy players it was because we had a tent too close. So the 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 boxes the um around the items were clashing, and it wouldn't allow me to place it until I'd moved that tent. So all I had to do was pull the tent down, and then I was able mm -hmm. to build the wall where I wanted to. Uh, but yeah. if you don't know those things, you just sit there and go, "What the fuck is wrong with this game?" You know, we all know how finicky <laughs> it used to be. They fixed it a bit with uh, one of the recent mods. Um, but yeah, you know, if there was anything on the ground, like building inside those big warehouses where it had the the concrete pipes and little bits of rubbish and that on the floor, was an absolute nightmare because it just wouldn't let you place something if there was a piece of scrap metal on the ground or something like that. Yeah. Then when you it's come to the, better. yeah, 
you know, just knowing things like, um, uh, you know, the, this building here, it, is, it looks good, but there's so many weaknesses to it. All the windows on the side of it, you can boost in and crawl through those, um, which to the average person, the fact... if they don't know well, yeah. how, how, the, how the mechanics of the game work, they won't realise that, you know, I, I did that with some buildings. Um, I didn't fence those off and, you know, got raided. And I'm like, how the fuck did I they think, get in? Yeah. I think a few of those windows might be fixed, um, like, to, to crawl through. Because they, they a couple of updates ago now, well, a long time ago. There's they, still plenty um, of windows. There is yeah. still plenty, but I know some of them were fixed, so. I was going to say, I like this video uh, because uh, it wasn't this, but it was a little while ago. He was talking, uh, I didn't hear him, but I could tell he was talking about building the uh, base stuff where people can't see from the outside. He was talking about like how you could see the truck could not be seen from the outside and the, the fence was inside the doors. And that's one of the biggest things I always tell players, and this is really cool, he's uh, emphasizing it. Build where people don't know you're a base by just looking at the building. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good advice. I love that. I love that he reinforces that. That's one of the issues well, with it. the flagpoles yeah. in the game, um, <laughs> yeah. when you've got build anywhere. Uh, because you can't build them inside a house where they're going to stick out through the roof or something like that. It just won't let you. Uh, but yeah, the, the flagpoles are um, they're good because they you know, on certain servers they give you things like it'll allow you to build anywhere within the radius of that flag. But it makes your base stick out like a fucking sore thumb, um, big target. Whereas you can build one inside these big warehouses and people won't know. But the big warehouses are you know a big attraction. Yeah, Usually the, bigger, the bigger the base, the easier it is to read. Yep, and they're hard well, to yeah, um, they're hard to lock down, especially if you don't have build anywhere on, um, and you don't have something to stop people building inside your flag zone, um, which is the modded service, because people can just build a watchtower and crawl through Boy, those windows. Boy, you, you, they, um, a couple updates ago, they gave console servers and vanilla servers full access to the ability to use build anywhere on vanilla. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So there, there is a thing on that last building, that last industrial building that he was just in the red brick one. In the video, you can see him place a fence down where the the two uh, ladders are, so you can't climb up on the yeah. roof and you can't climb up on the little thing. But all it takes is six grenades if you're on vanilla to blow that one wall off, yeah. and you can crawl through those windows up top. So what I would do is I'd build a fence down below, build another fence right at like the edge of that mm-hmm. ladder. So you can't um, get up onto it, and I'd even airlock it a bit and build another one behind it or Have something like that. they actually fixed that bug with the ladders and fences? I don't know, but I'd build it as close as I could to it. Ladders um, I'm talking about. When you get off of a top of a ladder, if a fence is too close to it, you'll literally oh, yeah. just go straight through the Walk fence. Walk through it, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure if they I'm fixed that. I'm not too that, sure if they fixed that yet, no. Yeah, I'm not. No, let's try it out. But no, it was it was a really really interesting video, especially for those people who just want a purely vanilla server. And you know that's something that you don't really see a lot nowadays. I know we we talk about modding and modded servers quite a lot on the show. And you know we we'll touch on vanilla. Obviously, you know, Max, you know, you you you, you sing vanilla's praises quite a bit mm-hmm. sometimes. So it's always nice to see that there's actually content being made by people. He will accommodate for that section of the player base, especially for those on console. You know, I'm pretty sure there can be some really good ideas that console players can utilize from this video. So, well, mm-hmm. console player, console is all vanilla. I think, but well, that's even, it, like, yeah. obviously, yeah. You know, so, so 
the best the more vanilla tutorials and guides to do the better melbourne in chat is saying oh, that well, bug it. is uh fixed um he's tried it the one with the uh getting off a ladder and going straight through a wall mm. Mate, the big one that they fixed was when they fixed the one where you could just drive a car up and get out of a car and you'd go straight through a wall. That was really bad back in the day. (laughs) I remember that one. That was Mm -hmm. fucked. Such an exploiter. Should be ashamed. No, I didn't know about it. Um, And then one day um, I was in my own base and I did it and I was like, holy shit. And I jumped straight onto the DDU Discord and told Spud about it. And he goes, yeah, we've known about that one for ages. And I was like, oh. He goes, yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. It's got to be fixed by the mods. Uh, sorry, by the devs. And mm. then they fixed it, which was good to see. Um, cool video here uh, on Clay Inc.'s channel. Um, a plethora of interesting custom locations. Here's our favourite with the uh, train wreck bridge. Um, I, I like that they're sharing um, these custom locations, you know, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, uh, because people, you know, it, the, the vanilla maps are great, but I, to this day, I still love going onto a server where someone's done custom work and finding new locations. Um, yeah, it's the same yeah. attraction with a new map, a new good map um, like Melkart, which we'll be talking about soon. Um, it's great just going through and, oh, that's what they did with this location, or, wow, look at that. That's a cool idea. I've seen people do stuff with this bridge before. Um, you mm-hmm. know, turn it into like an old survivor camp or something like that. So that's yeah. pretty cool. No, it's, it's 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 the one thing that I'm really happy with, like with how far the Daisy Editor has come, because it's just so much easier to get your ideas out there. And it, you know, these these kind of videos prove on how well things can come about and you see all these different ideas that people have and you know as you've seen with like like a little survivor uh survivor area for for people on that bridge i never would have thought of that <laughs> to be honest so it's really really nice to see stuff like this get made and get mm. showcased as well so props to that and i, I like it and I'm, I'm watching the video you know as as i'm talking and he's and he's talking about his kind of like his mindset as far as I'm, I'm aware of like how he's going about it, why he's putting stuff where it is, and talking about like kind of like background story, which is I always encourage people to do when they create content like this. You know, you can't just haphazardly play stuff and then hope for the best. You, there's got to be an an actual intent for both the server type, like what type of server you're going for, and for players. Um, you know, so really, really happy with that. Really, really fucking cool. Daisy Sea Shanty. Anyone listen to it? I hate sea shanties, so no. <laughs> oh, let's listen to it. Daisy, what? Just for lad. I don't even know what that is. It's in German. Daisy zu spielen ist so wie Man schreibt herum von Süd nach Nord und trägt einiges fort. Am Anfang bleibt man noch recht. Okay, if you want to hear the rest of it, go watch it. I, I always, uh, you know, that's why I've muted the other videos that we've watched and that, so people still go and watch them themselves. But that's cool. That's cool. There's been some really, really good Daisy songs done over the years. Cool. Um, I, I think there was the one for... There? Sorry? Is the lyrics posted there? Yeah, they, they, they translated the lyrics. There. Oh, we could sing with them, lad. 
No. <laughs> no. Fuck off. Uh, be careful what you say out loud in DayZ. If you don't believe in jinxing, these two clips may change your mind. On the other hand, we might be able I to spin it as the victims clips. of the shot, having excellent game sense and intuition. Whatever the case may be, this fortuitous moment is brilliant. You can see the shootee's perspective here. Imagine if then, like, one of us now gets dropped. <laughs> We just get sniped. <laughs> I just get sniped. <laughs> no, get down. <laughs> I think we've all had that happen to us at some stage in Daisy. Oh, yes. But apparently it was a um, two streamers. It was, yep. Can we both take a shot? There's two of them. Which one? Um, Are you, the the tower guy. window. Yeah, there's two in there. There's a green and a... Ready? Right. Three, two, two, one. Fire. Wow. <laughs> Very cool. It's always good when you get those rare moments where... Uh, you, you get someone who was recording or streaming and they share their perspectives and they overlap and you get to see it. Because uh, to me, that's one of the beautiful things of um, Daisy is, I know a lot of people struggle with it, but it's to just to not knowing what happened. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, you've just got to learn to deal with it, that you'll never know what happened from the other perspective unless you get lucky and, you know, someone posts in a community discord or something like that. But nine time, 99 times out of 100, you're just not going to know what happened. <clears throat> yeah, I had something the other well, day it, yeah. where I was jumping on um, the DDU uh, vanilla server um, and um, <clears throat> one of the guys I run with, Zephyron, was in the Discord channel, uh, but um, he wasn't talking in Discord uh, and I thought he must have just been muted or something like that because I could hear movement and, um, outside of uh, our base. Um, mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, if he doesn't know I'm here, I'm going to scare the fuck out of him. And I hear this uh, friendly, um, and I'm like, hey, 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 Zeph doesn't know it's me. Um, so I fired my gun up, and he just, fuck you, cunt, and fuck it out of here. And I was like, wait, <laughs> Zeph, Zeph? And then he starts talking to Discord. I said, where are you? And he goes, I'm up at the Northwest Airfield or something like that. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I actually found out nice. who the person was outside the base. It was my mate Puffin Billy's. Um, he's notorious on the server for leaving rude notes everywhere, um, just little right. little shanty style uh, poems and limericks and things like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, Shug Dog, that would be the dream, mate. That would be the dream, um, and I, I'm really hoping that um, um, Happy Bombs or someone can get that. You know, where we get all the big names together, and you know, Daisy. Um, you know, those who uh, watched the show long enough know how big of a fan I am of um, Survivor Games, the original Survivor Games. Um, and it, it redefined what was possible on Twitch. It set records in its, in its time for you know, all of these massive streamers. Um, and, you know, you could do a combination of the current crowd of people playing DayZ and get some of the other big mm. names, your Shrouds and your fucking um, uh, Golden Glove or whatever his name is. And, uh, Gold Glove. Who? Gold Glove. Gold Glove, that's it. Um, yeah, guys who were I, in the original um, Survivor games. Yeah, um, I, I don't think you'll get 
Right. So I'll put it to you this way. Um, a lot of there's a kind of a divide between content creators in the scene. A lot of them play modded and only play modded and wouldn't touch vanilla with a six foot pole. And then mm-hmm. there's the people who play vanilla. Trying to get them all into one server and balance that, whether it be modded or vanilla, it's just never going to work. It's going to be a pain. Back in the Survivor Games days, yes, it was easy because you only had one game and it was vanilla. There was no modded yeah. at the time, so it was easy to get everybody in there. You, you won't wrong. get the people like you won't yeah. get the people like Shroud or them coming back because the original Survivor games were done on Armor Two um, DayZ mod. Oh well, then yeah, but like it, it's still even on DayZ mod, it was like what's what? There's like there's so many mods out there these days that are so different. Whereas on Armor Two, it was kind of there was also a lot of mods, um, but there was what's the way to put it? Every play, everybody kind of played a certain mod, like there was Epoch and there was these yeah, type of ones as well and stuff, you know? Everybody had their set preferences and it was very, it, even then, as far as I can recall from stuff I've heard over the years, it was somewhat rare for all of them to come together for something like that. Yeah. And I, I do, I would like to think that maybe for like, is a one-off event, they all do come together to give it a shot, to at least say, you know, to to give it a go, see what it's like for them. Um, but I we think it just needs it the right people behind not. it. No. Um, it needs yeah. the support of the um, the dev team um, of Bohemia um, to give it credibility, uh, uh, maybe even some funding. Um, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that certain people probably have an appearance fee um, associated with them turning up to an event like that because they know it's going to draw viewers. Uh, because, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I've got to pay you as well. Um, I'll send that. V bucks. Yeah, <laughs> V bucks. Mm. <laughs> but no, I would love it too, Shug Dog. But yeah, you know, for the time being, we can still just um, do um, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the the events that are being done. And you know, Army showed that there, there's a there's an appetite for it in the community. Um, well run events with um, you know, and there, there was so many people in that event I'd never heard of. Uh, to be honest, I didn't realise there were so many women um, streaming uh, Daisy content. Um, I knew of quite a few, oh, but yeah, I didn't too. know of all of them. So, yeah, the, the more the merrier. Um, I, I just can't wait. I'm trying to get something going locally here in Australia. Because um, it's always hard for us uh, joining events, especially if they're EU-based. Um, but, you know, yeah, just for the local community. Um, so. um, like Cairo hosted an event last week, and he's currently hosting one right now. That is live. Mm-hmm. And um, like all the big creators were in that, you know, you had Nazar, JLK was in it, um, all the big guys. And but there was also a, a ton of um, streamers, and I think there was even some people who didn't even stream that were yeah. also in it. And yeah. you know, it was great to see like that. And there was a lot of people there that you know I didn't know as well that were smaller streamers as well. And it's it's you, you don't realize how many small streamers are out until you know they're like all in the, grouped into an event or something like that well that's um, it and it's and it's a good good thing for them to get themselves out there because even when you, you you're starting out small it must be fucking terrifying to be like oh my god i'm i'm playing an event with all these the, the big names and shit like oh, that people, people, there, them. <laughs> there was people in there um and uh, jlk joined the server and this with these people freaking the fuck out that uh, they were like standing <laughs> next to jlk and gave us hilarious to watch Oh my god, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Well, it's Star Star, Tom. You can say that, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, now they oh, talk about the methods of conflict resolution. Um, I found the for the first one interesting. Rubber slugs always make the conversations more calm. I can count on one hand the amount of times I have picked up rubber slugs. They are fucking useless as tits on a bull to me. Um, I played experimented with them when they first came out, um, <clears throat> but I hate them. Uh, because yeah, if you miss, the person doesn't know you fired a rubber slug. They just assume you've shot a shotgun at them. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I can't wait for him to introduce the taser. Mm. That, that needs to oh, be a man. priority item for this year, is the taser. Um, do you think we get it this year? I'd assume we would, right? Nah. I hope we do. I don't think we will. It's a civilian. Well, technically, it's like a civilian type. You can get them as a civilian, but please, you know. Yeah. I don't know, maybe we get them. Just imagine using that as, like, a spawnable weapon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, that would be fucking amazing. There'll be, there'll be some content come out on that. It, it'll be that like the old sharpened stick, um, the great equaliser. Oh, you're a fully yeah. geared guy shooting freshies on the sport. Say hello to my little friend. You just lost everything, bro. And you get to wake yeah. up yeah. to realise the, humili- uh, the humiliation as well. <laughs> I got fucking changed by a freshie, man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, bless them. No, nah, but broken legs is a good one. Um, but mm. because they were gone for so long, you know, back, back in the day, people used to you know, regularly aim for the legs on people. I think I don't think a lot yeah. of people have gotten back into that meta yet. Um, more often than not, they just shoot to kill. Yeah. Well, that's it. People, at least I've found that people will just want to kill the player get the gear and, and leave, they're not too bothered about the interactions, whereas in the past, obviously, if you would just break their legs, wait, like tie them up, wait, wait for them to wake up, you've got a good possibility for an interaction, and you can have a good laugh. I always recall a story one of my friends tells me, one of my personal friends, because he used to play the Armour 2 mod all the time. Um, him and a bunch of his friends, they had this group in the server... And they were very well known and disliked because one thing they used to do is that they'd get a freshie from the course. They get the get them in the helicopter and take them somewhere. All right, right. We're going to give you stuff, but you're going to have to work for it. So they'd break their legs and they'd then make them crawl to this location to get their stuff. And one of them actually did. He did crawl all the way there. And they were waiting for him. <laughs> and my mates were waiting for this guy. And they give him props. They're like, oh my God, you actually done it. You know, fair enough. Now here's your stuff. And they killed him anyway. <laughs> they killed him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, cool. That's funny. Can we go back to the rubber slug comment real quick? Boydy, why do you think you're going to be able to hit someone with a taser if you can't hit them with a rubber slug from a shotgun? It's not, <laughs> not, not, not about that. It's about... Um, uh, immediately it's visible to them that you're using a less than lethal option. Um, whereas a shotgun, there's no way for them to determine what the round was that was fired at them. They don't know whether it was a slug, they don't know whether it was a, um, a buckshot, or they don't know whether it was a rubber round. So they're just going to assume that you were firing a lethal round at them. Uh, let's just be clear here. You don't want them to think that you're trying to capture them, but you do want them to know that you're capturing them. I hate to tell you, they're going to shoot you anyway. Yeah, it's easy. Sometimes shotgun suppressor. <laughs> shotgun suppressor. We're not getting a fucking shotgun suppressor. <laughs> you know, if if you miss them with a the shotgun, boy, the trick is you load one rubber, one buckshot. Yeah. 
Then you do the rest buckshot, because if you miss with your rubber, you got a real lethal weapon now. We all know the truth here. Buddy's going to miss either way. He can't hit anyone with a three away mm-hmm. round from four meters away. I joke. I joke. Mm. It was good to see someone do a crafting um, video showcasing everything um, that you can craft. Which was actually really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen anybody do something like that at all. And it's really, really fucking cool. I had the idea, but I wasn't fucking asked. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to do. It takes so long to do. Couldn't be bothered. I done one with the, when the, 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 the things came out, the, what are they, the little craftable tents? Yep. Yeah. Um, I done a video on them when they came out, but, uh, yeah, I haven't never done one on everything. Curious mm-hmm. as to uh, how many uh, views he's got on this video. 4,709. It's, it's been out for, um, damn, I thought it would have had months. more, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And that's zero really dislikes. Wow. Yeah, zero dislikes, yeah. No, that's, that's good. And you see, a thing with that is it doesn't, a video like that won't explode overnight, but it yeah. will keep getting views for the next two, three years. It's mm. a slow burner. Yeah. 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 No, it's good someone did this because there's a lot of recipes in Daisy that are you only find if you actually do them. Not everyone has the time to click and drag everything over each other to find what the recipes are. Yeah. Not that they shouldn't, but they don't. Screenshots at the moment. Only... Where was your screenshot? They mentioned you, lad, but you've got It's Mike, the Dems. <laughs> <laughs> and Huber, you 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 have to click on my name to access mine because they're so fucking wide. <laughs> oh, oh, those white screen ones, yeah. Yeah, you, you know the fifty-one twenty by fourteen forty resolution ones. Yes. <laughs> oh god, I was in comms when we were setting that stuff up. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering why yours <laughs> wasn't actually included. <laughs> Yeah, I, I might, uh, I might DM Scott and see like, oh, was it actually an oversight, or was it you physically couldn't get my shots on? I'd say, but yeah, so probably physically couldn't do it. Yeah, <clears throat> <laughs> the cost answer Jesus is in the fucking chat, like mine's wider. Yeah, for now, just you fucking wait. <laughs> oh God, and I'm gonna get, room. I'm gonna get. <laughs> Any spoilers in the background of that picture? Season one seventeen. No, probably not. It looks like a new building. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not, not Livonia. The house with the Glad little weird shed Jesus, attached. You need a billboard. <laughs> not seeing the nuclear power plant in the background, <laughs> so I'm kind of sad. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, fucking, what do you expect? Lazy dev, fuck's sake. Fix your yeah. fucking game, DLJ. Fucking Chernobyl in the background, but here we are. I don't recognize <laughs> the location, though. It's one of those it's islands. Island. Yeah, okay, the yeah. island. Yeah, I do recognize it then. Over on the um, eastern side of the northeastern side of the map. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I do kind of dig the wallpaper of the months though that they've been doing for quite a while. I really, really like them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've they've been absolutely spot on, and you can almost guarantee that DOJ is probably going to do one of them these days. Because the tease the release date for one seventeen and those highlighted numbers. Now mm-hmm. he is in chat. Can you? Um, I don't know whether he's allowed to now that he's a. Um, uh, a Bohemia employee, but 
we can't not um we didn't get to do it last week because i slept in uh but congratulations to dance of jesus um yeah, yes. yeah, I was very Congrats. torn. Um, two people who I've got a lot of respect for, uh, Cabello and Dance Jesus, have both applied for it. And it was, you know, I'd be happy if either of them, I'd love it if both of them, but that's just not reality. Um, so, Dance Jesus, congratulations, mate. Um, I, I hope this job is everything you want it to be and more, mate. Um, you know, it's a pathway to um, um, bigger and better things for you in the future because you're just you're, you're such a nice guy. Um, I'm, I'm honoured that I get to call you a friend, um, even if you are French. <coughs> That's my line. <laughs> it's no, <good> but it's we <laughs> we. Oui, oui. No, but yes, I mean, um, he's he's. He, it's absolutely fucking fantastic to see one of one of like the more well-known people in the community. They've actually been able to get themselves settled in. And they're working on something they love, so absolutely props to him. And, I, and I've said yeah. it since fucking day one. You know, I'm I'm genuinely proud of the lad. Really, really am. And I couldn't think of anybody better to work on it. So props on him. Yeah, fair play. And we just need him to tease us when cars are being. No, that should be this week, next week, maybe. No, <laughs> no, we 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 are not asking anything more. We respect this Top fucking practice. <laughs> DMs are open. No, we, we've no, said to him that we box. won't um, you know, okay, um, no, yeah. place any undue pressure on him. That just wouldn't be fair. On, you know, if we were to do stuff like that, it would be a lack of respect for him as a friend. Um, so well, we won't it. be asking mm. him anything. Yeah, we'll joke with him, of course. Um, he's got one of the worst <laughs> wicked sense of humours. Yeah, it's kind of funny. One of the guys behind the uh, Daisy EXP um, Twitter account uh, is now one of the employees. <laughs> uh, I want to yeah, see that bear. I want to see the bear in one of those month month pictures. I wonder, yeah. well, did he have to give up the Twitter? It's like no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. real life devs on it now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's. Um, but yeah, so you know, if anybody's going to be asking us to ask him, it's not going to happen. You know, as much as you know, we we'll want the Red Nine to come in. It, uh, he's never going to let us know. <laughs> Oh, speaking about that, Dan's Jesus, can you confirm the rumors of the devs aren't putting in despite loud or true? Yeah, he, he'll confirm that. Oh, no, no, that's he'll true. That. He'll, that, no, that, that's true, yeah. Devs hate me. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got on the agenda? Um, <clears throat> okay, so there was a post in um, Discord. Give me one sec. Um, So it was about um, uh, Bonnerwork put in a uh, post. How big do you think is the demand is for no basing servers? Um, and it was an interesting discussion that I saw there. Mm. Um, so I ended up going over. Um, that's just the discussion in the topic discussion channel in the Discord. Because <clears throat> I've got my opinions on it, but, you know, opinions are like um, assholes. Everyone's got one and most of them smell like shit. Um, so if I just quickly jump back. Where is it? Weekly show agenda. <coughs> so I did a poll on um, Twitter. Um, looking at one aspect only, service that allow, allow base building or no build, base building. Would love to hear your feedback on this as well as to why. Um, base service, no base service, I play on both. The majority mm. of people like servers, um, will play servers with bases. 
was clear. Yeah. Yeah. Faces are fun. Yeah. They're not for everyone. Absolutely are. And I get the argument from some people that, you know, they they say that bases ruined Daisy. Um, but bases were always a part of um, the original Armor 2 Daisy mod. Um, you know, yeah. for, some of them were monstrosities. Um, but some people like it. I know the you know the all the uh, question all the issues about you know people sit inside their bases and don't get out and interact and that. But there there are so many community servers that are you know based around raiding. You know, most of JLK's videos of late have been about you know him how I raided this base and um, all the rest of it. Um, people enjoy that content. Archie. You know, Archie's <laughs> one for base build, uh, mm-hmm. base, sorry, base raiding and such. So, you know, there is a market for that. And, you know, I think because there are quite a few, uh, you know, the zero servers, the day one servers, they, you know, they're quite popular despite them being no base servers. And I think that's, you know, that's fine. And obviously at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, Daisy is one of those games where it's like it caters to everybody at this point, right? Mm-hmm. But there's definitely a good. How would I explain it? It's like there's a definitely a valid reason for bases because once you've got yourself geared up, what can, what what do you do then? Especially if you're like a solo player or even heck a group of players. So yeah, yeah. sure. Once you've geared up, yeah, you can just hunt for PvP, but. You know, maybe you do want to build a base somewhere. You know, maybe there's, uh, you know, a, a particular place where you yeah, want to. Yeah, well, or, uh, you know, if there's a particular place you want to build your base. I, I, I remember, I think it was one of JLK's videos where he decided him and his mates to build a base on one of the little islands outside of Electro. Yeah. And it was really, really good video. Yeah. So. There's always going to be stuff like that, and you know the poll definitely showed that there's going to be something to cater to both kind of players. So we have to read as Mondian's uh, comment though. When as Mondian, as Mondian's one of those people that you know when he talks, uh, everyone should just shut up and listen um, because mm. he's just got such a great opinion on almost everything. And um, he said the big problem, in my opinion, is that people rarely make settlements like Daisy Village back in the day, or some factions in Daisy Underground Core and such, where base building functions as a virtuous element to drive the general gameplay, providing with new and organic points of interest around the map. Almost every base building focused player simply feed an individual and at some point timid meta, and this feature ends up nullifying most of his interactions and movements. It is a stagnant and at times toxic gameplay in my experience, unless we're talking about RP servers and things like that. And I'm not even referring mm. to the 95% base building system in modded servers, where there are paid massive fortresses, unraidable structures, raid days, C4s, raid tools that you should buy in a safe zone trader, and that kind of stuff. Even in that 5% of servers that aspire to have a minimally balanced modded base building approach, players tend to reduce their meta to fortifying their bases as much as possible, hoarding loot that will rarely be used until the day before the wipe, um, <clears throat> staying three quarters of their gameplay time in the vicinity of their base and scheduling raids at low pop times. I think there is even more genuine interactions and definitely a lot more breadth in gameplay experience on non-base building servers because the important thing ends up being your character, the adventure, the encounters, the memory. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but not every I I his statement is very good. But again, yeah. not everybody wants that. No. Yeah, people yeah, want yeah, to good things to ask. Uh no base servers. Do they allow placements of tents and stuff? Yeah, usually yes. Well that depends on the server. Well then the whole hoarding thing still is a factor. And then two, 
why um, are people thinking bases are a bad thing when you can make it so your uh, economy has things that are counted in the economy? So the way the economy works in DayZ, if you set it up to work this way, is that everything in the economy has to be used, graded, or held by a player, whether it's in their tents or on their player, right? And um, like on certain servers, you can make it so only rating tools and stuff aren't counted inside inventories and such. So if a person were to hoard stuff, you essentially create the desire to raid someone to get the items that they have. Mm -hmm. So base, base building, while yes, it's not for everyone, it does serve a great purpose if um, servers do it right. If a server doesn't uh, count cargo and loot and everything else, that doesn't really matter if someone hoards, because guess what? You can get it anyway. And that does discourage interaction. But think of all the cool interaction videos, like you guys said, with Archie and JK and stuff like that, where they're raiding and people log on and start defending their base and all that kind of stuff. That's yeah. interactions you would miss if you didn't have base building. So it's cool well, to see that there are servers with no base building and servers with base building. But I don't think it's a solid point of either have it or don't have it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody's making that argument, though. So um, there's definitely there's definitely space for both kinds of servers. And, you know, the way that the flexibility of these kind of settings, you can accommodate for all kinds of play styles, which is something that is obviously ideal. It's something that's really, really good with DayZ. And, you know, you are right. You know, there are some points there that, you know, you, 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 may, you make and I, I do agree on. And Just grab a drink. Yeah, for sure. And when, when it comes down to it, you know, as long as people have the flexibility is like, right, okay, you're playing on this server, it's got bases, but the economy is just done poorly because management doesn't know what they're doing. Just go and have a server. And that's literally it. You just play until you find the right server that works well for you, the, the economy is balanced correctly. And even though it's very fucking hard, you know, nobody can perfect it. Even if it takes years, nobody can perfect it. Because there's always going to be something. But... Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. So, I totally agree with what you say. Yeah, mm. see a good thing with base building is it, it keeps people coming back because they have to check on their bases. Yeah. You know, every day. Like I I've been playing Melkart recently and it's a, a no base server. And after a certain amount of time I just get bored of this the map because and it's not just from Melkart, but it's other maps that were like that as well, where you just end up kind of dying and repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Whereas with a base, you know, you're always either upgrading it, you're either defending it, and or doing whatever, getting loot for it, or you know, building more storage for it, or whatever it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And I like that aspect. Like I, I played um, Heroes Haven, which I done a, a series on, and I was base building that and stuff. And there were days where we would get a message from an ally that were like, "Yeah, your base is being raided right now," and we'd get on. You know, have to defend it for two hours, then try and rebuild again, rebuild it again, and gather resources while also watching our back all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, we'd be going out there raiding other people's bases, and sometimes they went wrong, and sometimes they did well. So it's always a gamble, and if it goes wrong, you lose all your gear and you're fucked. So. Well, that's it. Yeah, and it's and it, it's it gives always... you. Sorry to interrupt, but it gives you a target of what to do. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I want to raid this base. Okay, we need this, this, this. So we had to go out and we spent days and days looking for grenades to be able to raid this base. Mm -hmm. And then it went wrong and we lost all those grenades and then we have to start up over from scratch again. A lot of it comes yeah. down to In the, the economy of the server. Um, it, if the raid tools does, yeah. are too easy to get, 
um, then it's easy for, like uh, someone said in chat there, um, that way one clan um, with the most players can easily dominate and ruin the experience for everyone else on that server. So it, it comes down to, a lot of the time, it's got to be set up well um, so that you know everyone has a chance. Um, one of the hard things as well is for solos um, to get a start uh, and lone wolf players um you know they, they might not have any friends on the server or they might just prefer to play solo and every time they get a start they get fucked over by a big faction or something mm. like that so it it can become like um as Mondian said you know quite toxic at times but that ultimately comes down mm -hmm. to the community to manage well that's it yeah i mean every single kind of server is going to get that kind of like toxicity they're going to get the, that particular group who they're going to have one of the biggest bases. They're going to fling their, you know, e-decks around and that. But, you know, if a community is... How to... How do I say it? If it doesn't tolerate the toxicity and the staff team and even the community themselves, they're, like, hard-footed on that. It's like, look, mate, you're being a twat. There's, there's no fucking need for it. And mm -hmm. if you're going to continue being like that, you can just find somewhere else to play because we're not about that here. Yeah. And I so hate people who grief bases. I fucking hate. Um, yeah. You know, I saw a video. Uh, um, yeah. Zesty Polvo had a video out um, where he was. Uh, it's an interesting series, Rate That Base. Uh, and he's done a you know, kind of like a home improvement sort of show sort of thing. Uh, and in the video, they were talking about they're going to uh, basically destroy everything in the base. And I left a comment that really loved the idea of the series, you know, rating bases and showing people how you um, are getting into uh, bases. Uh, but I don't know why you have to grief the base. Uh, that just kind of ruins it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like what Megan said in chat there as well. There is no perfect loot economy because everyone wants it different. If there is too much, then there really is no point. It's COD. And if it's too little, it's hard. And most people don't like hard. Uh, well, that's it. And the, I would like to point out that like, People need to realize that the Daisy economy of servers is dynamic, and if a server owner is listening to the community as well as looking at how the community is playing on the server, they'll change the files accordingly to meet that dynamic change. If there's a big um, big group with a big base that's hoarding all of the raid mechanics, maybe you should turn up the raid, raid tools a little bit because then that gives the fairness back. Because it's all about the time it takes to build a base and the time it takes to raid a base and the availability of the materials for both is the balance mm. that you look for. Now, there's so the interesting one the as well. Economies. Thoughts about online-only raiding. <clears throat> Someone's online um, is going to be not online for you. Um, you know, we're a global community. Um, I'm in Australia. If I'm playing on a US server, my online time is morning for the Americas. Um, yeah, so... a rule like that is stupid, in my opinion. Because yeah. you're then you're just like it's meant to be an open world game, do whatever you want. And if you're restricting stuff like that, you know, you're if what's what's the way to do it? If you're not setting your base up right to make it as hard as as difficult for somebody to raid, or if you're not checking it, like when I had my base back on the Hero Saving server, I was hopping on every morning checking it, and then I was hopping on during the days as well checking it as well to make sure it was all there. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're not willing to do that, put in that time and just crying about it that you want, you know, certain, um, you know, uh, well, online rating, it's just hard to balance. You can't do it. That, yeah, said, that said, there are some people um, who, you know, 
yeah, you, you, know, you could do that raid at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. in the morning, um, but you get to get some gear. But some of my best memories have been, you know, epic online battles. Um, you know, there's that video um, that um, I shared the other week that um, Prestige put out, um, which showcased the um, um, the raid I did on the Daisy Down Under server that turned into an absolute shit fight mm. afterwards. But we deliberately chose to do it during the highest peak time because it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And, you know, some yeah, people get always... so obsessed with the loot side of the, the game and, you know, sitting in their little uh, dungeon counting their gold and their treasure and all the rest of it. Whereas that that was the last thing that we were interested in. We just wanted to have fun, and oh my god, yeah. we had fun. People yeah, dying, like they're always gonna... we got separated, and it was just fucking awesome. Yeah, it's good. It adds more like um, tension to a fight when it's online. Um, it's always nice, mm-hmm. kind of doing the ones that like right, when you plan and it's like. Like I've done once before, we've planned and we've been on at 6 a.m. when we know there's not going to be many people on to try and get this rage, you know, or, you know, just to um, annoy this clan. And, you know, it's again, it's the Joys of Daisy, you can do what you want on it. You know, yeah. if you want to raid them as when they're offline at 6 in the morning, do that. If you want to raid them when they're online, do that as well. Well, Enjoy that's them. it. It's, I don't I mean online only raiding. I, I just think, you know, if you want to raid somebody, you, you fucking raid somebody. You don't. You yeah. don't wait around. As long as it's... How would I say it? As long as it's... As long as you're not, like, glitch rating or whatever, you're not exploiting game mechanics or anything like that to do an, a naughty boy raid, then who gives a shit, right? And I know there's some servers out there which will which will enforce raid times and stuff like that, but I just don't, I just don't see the point of it. It's like, yeah, sure, you can't yeah. expect... And people make the arguments like, oh, you can't expect us to stay on the server 24-7 to monitor and be based. And all I can say to that is like, wait, if you think you need to stay on the server 24-7 to look after your, your gear, maybe you need to start reevaluating some things in your life because, yeah, sure, it's awesome to get a base going and that. But if you're really obsessed about your gear that much... Nah, mate, you need a... You need a now, I want to show you guys something as well. Is anyone a ghillie on the road? So this is... Watch this part here. They're clearly on a truck. Get my stamina. Are you ready? Uh, step towards me. Yep. I'm back at the industrial. Both of you come back one step. Maybe you'll... Oh, <laughs> and is anyone a ghillie on the road? Is anyone a ghillie on the road? We're one down. Oh, We're behind you to your Get um, fucked. Right, no, 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 that's not the funny part. A shot from yep, Western yep, tree line. What the fuck is this truck? I can't see the truck either. Well, this yeah. is despawned. No. Do you think they shot at it? They just want to restart, not. Factory, that's us, is it? Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep. Oh Where did the yeah, truck go? We was at the factories on north side. We just tried to one of the. What's our grenade count? Mm, they're around us. We'll just uh, blow. Yeah, but in sixty seconds. Away. Yeah, let's just blow that bomb yeah. half of the wall. Yeah, once we run away, it could be yeah. ten seconds. Yeah, it'll despawn. Yeah, vehicles have very, very low health. Anyone have on the truck? Pulling first pin. Grenade out. I don't even know where the truck is. So basically, the truck's gone then. 
But yeah, that was one of the things that happened on that event was the truck just completely fucking disappeared on us in the middle of the raid. So yeah. unless they've ruined it, but could you hear the shots? No, and usually it's, it's quite a few seconds later, so I think if they I think if they I don't know if it's the fuel tank or something, unless the truck was already kind of like the chassis of it was already yeah. Uh, no, Spud, that that truck was taken. Um, the truck you're talking about that was taken was later um, in the raid. Um, they drove off. Um, they came and attacked us and drove off in um, another truck. And it was just it was such a just getting back to the original point. Doing something mm -hmm. crazy can add so much. You know, it can become a memorable moment um, for everyone. Um, and. Yeah, sadly, this one's kind of uh, diminishing that, but I've shared the video again. Um, <clears throat> uh, he put yeah. a lot of time and effort, and he deserves a lot more than 300 views on it um, for that video. But it was so many people's perspective all tied up into one just from the from the get-go. Um, Vigilante Game has done a video on it as well, talking about, I think, it, trying to herd cats, the difficulty. I think we had, like, um, they called <laughs> us a Zerg squad. There was 21 of us. Um, and yeah, that's a clusterfuck right there. Yeah, yeah, there was uh, another memorable moment. Um, well, I'm just trying to find it on that um, subject. Talking about the raid times and everything else, another thing Cerrone should consider is if you re use raid times or only online raiders, you limit the time zones people are able to play on your server and feel safe to do so because those are set times. Now, somebody said you could do it like only on weekends. But uh, there is other options, like just a, pl a self-plug gaming mod, the raid offline raid alert. That's pretty darn cool, too. But stuff like that could be helpful as well and still allow... I don't like that. I don't like that mod. I know. Yeah, For the simple fact that it just... If you have to literally get a notification on your phone when your base is being raided. Like, mm. that's the joys of Daisy is logging off and not knowing whether your base will be there when you wake up in the morning. I kind of like that fear about it and that kind of anxiety. Because when you log in and your base is there, like, oh, thank God. You know, you're kind of happy about it. But if you log in and your base is gone, it's like, okay, well, time to start Out over again. All the things people want realistic in DayZ, I find that the most silly. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, no, I mean, like, you guys want realistic landmines, you want realistic this, but, like, if you go to sleep in your base, wouldn't it be realistic for you to wake up to yep. someone trying to bump down a wall? Yep. Now I'm not I'm not dissing you, of course. You know, you do have a valid point that like people shouldn't be constantly looking at their phones waiting for that Discord notification. It's it's but a good it option for people to be aware of that there is this mod that you can add um for those that want it. Um I, I don't know of any servers really using it though. Any big servers. Are there any? No, I, I back to Lad's point. I think a lot of them don't like it. Yeah, it goes back to Lad's point. If you're constantly having to navigate or wait for some, someone to be online stuff into raid, then maybe you need to look at your real life issues too. Well, that's it. I mean, when it comes to mods, I mean, I like the the that 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 particular mod. I do like it in concept. It's really fun. It is good. It's I like bridging the gap. Well, not bridging the gap, but I guess you could say I like with what you can do with modding. That connects to some aspects, right? Yeah. Um, one really great example is Iceblade's Cannabis Plus, how it connects to an API and he gets um, notifications on like on certain particular hey, items, right? Which is fantastic. Um, 
And you know, if other people want to make similar mods for for raids, that's perfectly fine. Because at the end of the day, if you want to play in a server that doesn't have that, then you can. If you want to play with a server that does have that, then you can. It's, it's it all comes down to options at the end of the day. And there's some mods out there which I'll outright refuse to use. And I will not play a server that has them. So I just don't. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't kick up a fuss or anything like that about it. Yeah. Now, I, just, I want to show you guys go, this clip no, here. That, but... This clip here. It was one of the more memorable moments. No, no. I, I think Dan might have said he heard a bear. Yeah. Grass. Yeah. Nice grass. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. Build a big base on that grass. Yeah, and then one of our guys broke their legs. So oh. Yeah. yeah, you, you saw me die in the tunnel? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, at least if I didn't get to the bottom of the sea down there, I'm going to watch what he does. <laughs> yeah, let me show you guys how it's done. Yeah. Let me show you guys how it's done by by you know it's gone to go wrong. Well Holy shit they did both of them died. Yep. Oh wow, they got the two oh wow. Yeah. I didn't realise they both died, I thought it was just a man in the back. I know the first one woke up. Oh, we only knocked him out. Holy shit. Oh, he's still firing at him. It's only the driver left. No, the passenger and the driver. Everyone else is dead in the back. It was just, honest to God, it was one of the most memorable um, events. And... Um, just everything from that, like we deliberately drove through the main city of Banov because we know that the you know, Banov's a PvP hotspot. We wanted to mm. make a hive of activity to get you know we our group all knew about it, and I imagine there was some leaking of information, uh, but we chose the most ambitious target we could find, and yeah, you know, just consider that when it comes to the community server you're playing on, folks. Um, I'm always a big believer in. The community servers rely on, most importantly, the community. And a community can, you know, sadly this event led to the downfall of the Banol server because um, people took it the wrong way. Um, and, you know, we, were, we tried to do something to make it more memorable for everyone, uh, but it turned into a shit fight and you know, became quite toxic and then no one um, was playing on the Banol server anymore, um, which was really fucking sad because it's such a great uh, map. Um, but mm. you know, if you if you do something right, and yeah, that's kind of where those communities, um, like um, Asmondian talks about, where they 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 build not so much to build their own little um, fort um, to hoard all their loot, but they build something with a greater purpose in mind. You know, the village is the one that comes to mind, um, the village mm. server, um, and then you've got Daisy Underground, which is a bit more role playish. Um, so I know that will turn a lot of people off. Um, but yeah, you know, I've always got a pension for doing player traders. Um, it's a fucking nightmare to do, but you know, it, it's something I always dream of is having a nice, um, um, you know, tra player trader base, uh, that people can come mm. to and trade. And, you know, the, the, the Northwest traders that I had back in the day, we used to always make sure we had gear for, um, freshies that turned up and, you know, we'd just give them a basic rifle and a backpack and, 
some meds and stuff like that and some food just to send them off on their way. Um, and it was, you know, the reason we did it was, you know, most of those guys were solos. Um, so if they found something good, like raid tools or something like that, they'd come back to us as the first point of call. Um, so it allowed mm. us to do some nefarious operations behind the scene as well. But, yeah, always consider what the actions you take will have on the community. G'day, Wellton. How you doing, mate? I miss those but, uh... days too, Moonshine. I do. But, yeah. But it was interesting. You know, the majority of people do prefer or like to play on servers that have bases. Mm-hmm. You know, if you watched um, Twitch only, you, you would swear it was the other way around. Um, but streamers, it's very, very hard yeah. for streamers to successfully do bases. Exactly, because they'd be raided by they'd be raided by the an error they go offline, the bases be gone. Yep. It, to, I'll be honest, it's one of the reasons why I experience. stopped uh, streaming um, during the week. Um, because yeah. I like to do bases every now and then, um, or most of the yeah. time, to be honest. Um, but it, it's just bad, for, and it's unfair on the people I play with. Because there are shit Ooh. cunts who will take advantage of even, it. Even even when we were recording and I was releasing videos and showed my base location, like we were still getting like our base was being kind of sniped from a distance and stuff like that. So you have to be careful of what you show. Like, and I've learned my lesson now from that. And I'm like, I won't show my base location in any videos or try not to as best as I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's a rough one. That's why most streamers don't do it. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Very, very hard thing to do. But the yep. majority of the player base like it. Yep. What else have we got there? Melkart, the new map Melkart. So mm. you've been playing it, uh, Marks. Yeah. Um, I, I've been streaming it uh, a lot. I've streamed it twice, I think, so far. Um, it's fun. It's an island, so it's like Stuart Island. Um, I I don't know if it's bigger or smaller. I, I don't know the sizes of it. Um, it's a very, very nice looking map. Like it's actually, so this is what I, I learned in chat is it's based off of an actual Island near Rhode Island in America. Um, I can't remember what the actual Island is called itself, but it is apparently so accurate on a one-to-one scale that like, it's been recognized as like, or it's been given credited for how like accurate and detailed this map is to the real life thing. Mm. Um, it plays really, really well. I've been and... told it's a great map for PvP. Yeah, like there's a massive airfield on it. Um, we were PvP on quite a bit. We got sniped like mad. Um, but the, then the city as well, the actual city of Melkat itself is crazy. And it's surrounded by mountains and you have apartment buildings there. And like yesterday, we were on it. And we got sniped by a person that must have been five, six hundred meters away. We couldn't see him at all. He was like on a mountain or something. And he was mm. just sniping at us. And it was it was frustrating to get sniped by him, but it would be a good map to see more PvP on. I was hoping there'd be like a heavily modded server out there that was kind of full that I could hop on and just see what Melkart would be like in a PvP, you know, server like that. Just, you know, why not? Uh, but they're all all the ones out there are like pretty much vanilla. But it is a fun map if you want to try something different. It's I'm an island. It's quite Block small. Island. Block Island might be the one. Yeah, the name of it. But uh, yeah, apparently, it's it's very very accurate and very very close to the real thing. So what I heard Mark you saying about the map is you personally want everyone to jump on a server you're on so they can come kill you. <laughs> no, because yeah. I've I've had that. No, no, the server we had to. I had to wait in a twenty player queue to get into the server yesterday. I'm teasing you. It was insane. But um, 
it's a good map if you want something to, new to run around on. I'd recommend it. Um, it does get kind of tedious after a while if you keep getting one tapped, and because only like two, maybe three spawns on the entire map, so everybody kind of spawns there. So you want to get out of those spawn towns as fast as you can and head to the other side of the map as quickly as you can to get away from all the craziness. I was privy to one of your streams, and it looked like there was a lot of tall grass, and somebody mentioned it was like swampish areas that we've given the tall grass. Can Gra- you tell us you yeah, know, like maybe a cool location you got to go to or something. I don't have any really cool locations that I can name of because I don't know the name of the places, but they have the tall grass, like, and the only place I can say that I was like, is XK had the same tall grass when you ran through some of their fields. Um, it's the same model as that, I'm nearly certain. Um, it, it It's like on the shorelines of stuff and everything like that, and it is a really cool thing to see. Uh, it just, it's, you know when you go out to a modded map and it looks like, it looks or feels like Cherno or Livonia? Mm-hmm. This one doesn't feel like either. They don't have opinion. it on Eyes of Vibe yet. No, no, it's not on Eyes of Vibe yet. Um, it's really they cool have, that you don't get that feeling though. They have an actual map. Let me see if I find it. I think I liked it on Twitter. Um, they have like an in-game map that you can pick up. But I they don't th- have one honestly, on I kind of think yet. it's good that they don't have it on Eyes of Vibe yet. It's a very <laughs> easy map to learn. Like after my first run, I knew like how to get back and stuff. It's quite easy to learn. So. Uh, I've took a look at it. I haven't played it properly, so I can't really give an opinion on the gameplay side. But, and this is only a small nitpick. Uh, LinkedIn chat, but, buddy. But a lot of the trees and the bushes and grass and stuff like that, they all face the same exact way. Yeah, I didn't understand. <laughs> They're I didn't not randomized. I didn't notice that until somebody mentioned it in chat. And yeah, it's such a small thing, but I had a quick look and I talked to a few people about it, and they were like, "Yeah, this this, this is pretty, you know, way to see." So I hope he goes in and starts randomizing some things because where when you do maps and stuff like that, you can randomize, um, you can randomize how things spawn, right? In terms of like the objects, like trees, and it's how um, devs have done it. You know, they use a lot of the same models, but they use different sizes, so the different scales, different rotations to make it look like there's a lot more models than they actually are. Melkart doesn't do that, weirdly enough. I don't know if it's just something that was pushed out there and just kind of forgotten about. Maybe an oversight. Maybe an oversight, yeah, so... Um, actually, who's the person that done Melkart? Um, let me check you now. Uh, their name well, is Ruluka. Ruluka. So, yeah, so, I mean, I'm always a fan of new maps coming out, and from the sounds of it, it has been very well received, which yeah. is great, and it actually looks complete, which is fantastic as well. And so I do hope the best for it. That's the only criticism I can really say about it until I actually play it. So, because yeah. I mean, for me, when I was playing, I didn't even notice it. I'm not going to no, lie. That's it, yeah. I had no idea about it. Um, cause I, I just get on to play the game. I don't really care about the trees and stuff, but if you are a map maker, or, or, you know, or, um, know what to look for. Yeah. It can be a bit annoying, but, uh, it's still a good map either way. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, I do, I do it with all new maps that come out. I always have a sneak little peek 
and how it looks and whatnot and how it feels um, before I actually jump in because obviously there's two different aspects of the way that I see it. And I, w- I was quite happy with what I saw. So I, I do hope, like I said, I do hope the best for it, but I do hope he continues to improve it and, you know, maybe expand upon it, you know, maybe he takes it in his own direction. So that'd be pretty ideal. Yeah, I like the way that it's an island. Mm-hmm. I, I like would like to see more unique assets, though. Um, I'm going to say something crazy here, and you're not going to like me for it. You don't, I don't care about the lack. I don't like when people use unique assets or custom assets because the scaling on them is so fucked. Like, you know, when you no. walk into a building and you're like a midget when you walk into it. No, I completely agree. That pisses there, me actually. off. I'm like, I'd rather yes. have it just vanilla. Uh, it would be cool to have assets, but when they're, the scaling is so wrong, it turns me off it. Well, that's it. But that com- that obviously comes down to the person who makes those kind of assets. If they don't know the correct scaling, um, then it, it can't be helped. And, the, you know, they can only eyeball it so much. And trust me, I know a lot about fucking eyeballing when it comes to modeling. Holy shit. But... No, I, I do kind of agree with you. There are a few maps out there which they've got custom buildings in, but the scaling feels a bit weird. You know, the top of the door frame is like hitting yeah. the top of your head or clipping through it. Or it's too it, big or something like that. Like, it's just really tall. Yeah. You know I mean, the problem heck, is? Even you for, know the problem with, with that, well, Marks? Money. What? Custom assets cost money. Unless you are oh, yeah, yeah. the sort of person who can make that stuff from scratch, it's going to cost you a shit ton of money. And modders... Hashtag adopt the modder. Modders just don't get the financial support that content creators do. So well, there's a, a good way to, do. There's a way to do that then. And uh, no, I'm just going off what I... But you could technically use vanilla assets and then down the road say you got to blow the donations and save them up or whatever. Then put them, you know, invest them into custom assets or whatever and either expand mm. your map or replace some things, stuff like that. But then the hype dies down but, on a map and people just end up always going back to good old Chernerous. Yeah, I'm already sick of the map. I've played it a week and I'm already sick of it. But that's just because it's just, you know, there's nothing much to do. You run around, die, run around, die. So gets a bit of nine after a while. Yes, Dancer Jesus, you are indeed an adopted mother. <laughs> you got you got adopted by Big Daddy, Sugar Daddy. <laughs> but no, uh, but again, I'm just happy to see, you know, more options. Um, you know, People um, do like to mix it up um, and play different maps from time to time. You know, uh, Daisy Down mm. Under usually does a poll to get a feel for what the whole community want. Um, and Livonia, um, as great as I think it is, um, it suffers from a paywall, whereas all of these uh, free uh, community mods, um, everyone can get access to them who's on um, PC. So it, it's just, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like I said, you know, I do hope that the map continues getting some good developments and some more unique things go um, get introduced. So, you know, props to it. You know, yep. I really can't wait to see what ha- else happens with it. What else have we got? Uh, the Bohemia Charity Bundle. Yes. Let me go to yeah. the Bohemia Twitter. So there's a couple actually, of things we're uh... going to talk about here. It was very good to see them do this, by the way. Um, nice to see that they're supporting a good cause. 
kind of funny that they've got the um, Laws of War uh, DLC that they can um, promote with uh, this. Uh, my son's played it. He said it was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. what better ways to promote war DLC with actual war? <laughs> Uh, and they've even got a link to um, pe you know, people can donate uh, directly to the charity that they're uh, donating to. Um, but mm -hmm. kudos to them. Kudos to them. Um, yeah. I, I just think it's a it's a, it's a good move. Um, I feel for all of the people in Ukraine, and I also feel for the people in Russia. Um, yeah, we've got Wellington in chat. Um, my mate, call me Rive. Um, you know, they're, they're, it, it's so fucking hard. For these um, Russians who, who don't support the war, um, but they're the ones who are copying the most uh, repercussions from it. Uh, and I um, quickly, just on the topic of Wellington, his Twitter is now blocked in his country. Uh, he gave an update today on his Discord. So if you want to follow him, um, like to get his thumbnails or pictures and stuff like that, uh, he linked his Instagram, and I'm just going to link it. Yeah, in both chats. So if you do want to follow him, that be sure to give him a follow. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it it is really bad. Like it's it's like I said in his Discord, it's it's rough on both sides. You know, especially for the people who didn't want us. And there's a yeah. Russian um, content creator named uh, No Fuckers, um, who I follow, um, and he's been hit hard. He's basically lost his income um, yeah. completely. And you know, so many people are saying, "Well, the Russian people need to stand up." And it's like, guys, they're in Russia. Um, it's very hard for them to speak out um, and not face repercussions. Um, mm -hmm. It's not as simple as, you know, in a more democratic country, um, you know, uh, but then again, look at what happened Speaking, in Canada. You know, they're freezing people's bank accounts. Did you see that huge protest after he pushed, after they pushed the law, people would be put in prison for like seven or 10 years or something? Mm. It was like yep. huge. So the Russian people are trying to do something about it, even though the repercussions are severe. But yeah, we don't want to get too political here. But um, you know, there's there's members of the community. Uh, Dumpgrad, you said you deal with a, a lot with Russians. Um, they seem to like your mods the most. Yeah, they're uh, most of them are really nice people. Uh, fun to talk to, joke around, stuff like that. Translation sometimes is hard, so I have a nice good friend called Shogath who re um, translates for me, but most times they're really nice. Yeah, they could do that, uh, Lake of Us, but um, that's going to... Well, what's the population of Russia? 60-something million people? Um, uh, you get um, you know, even um, uh, 10 million um, of them leave, um, and that's a lot of pressure on the countries around them. Um, and there's a lot of... Um, uh, well, there's a, it's, it's not as easy. Issues. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as easy now since the sanctions are in because a lot mm -hmm. of planes can't get into certain countries. I don't know about visas and all that stuff, but can't can't fly to any countries pretty much now at the moment if you're in Russia. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. probably wouldn't be happy to take Russians because um, there's a lot of... Um, yeah, everyone looks at uh, the EU, um, for example, and thinks, oh, they all get along so well. There is so much historic enmity between some of these countries, in, um, especially in Eastern Europe. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's sad. And I, re I really do feel for these people um, who, you know, the other, and the it's other not factor just... as well they've got, um, lack of us, is the ruble has plummeted in value. Mm. Um, so 
you know, even um, if they were to move, um, they, they don't have as much money as they may have had beforehand. Um, it's Let's not. just put it this way, just in case people aren't aware of how much it's tanked. The, the currency used in the game called Roblox is worth more than or, the ruble. I think a one ruble to uh, a euro or something like that is like one cent. Like one even cent. That, yeah. It's even it's it's incredible how much it's plummeted in a matter of days. Boom! It's it's, it's spiked a bit again, uh, but that'll be because people will be buying um, at the dip um, because it'll come back up again eventually. So there's people capitalising on it to make money. Um, so that'll be pushing the value back up again. But yeah, and it's like a thing like this. You know, it affects obviously Ukraine and Russia, but it affects all of Europe as well mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. fuel prices. And apparently, Lad was saying uh, food prices are about to skyrocket, and like fuel yeah, prices has gone up livestock. more than fifty percent, or like fifty cent in the last like six days or something like that. It's insane how fast it's gone up. Yeah, because uh, Russia's obviously they've stopped exporting grain, which is a very vital thing for a lot of things in Europe and obviously the UK. Plus, they and control because a lot of the that, gas. Well, there's yeah. that as well. That's another reason why it's going and up. Oil. But, yeah, so it's all of these kind of things. People like to think, oh, well, it's over in Ukraine. Russia's not going to affect me. Nah, mate, you're going to fucking feel it soon enough, just as. 2.2 so, euros a litre. Holy yep. shit. Hit two euros here today. It's about um a dollar ninety Australian for um a litre of fuel at the moment. Um but from what I understand, yeah, you guys uh in Europe have always paid more for uh fuel than we do here in Australia, but yeah. Uh just getting high. it's just going up and up and up and up and up. There's no sign of it stopping anytime soon. It's costing me um, about one hundred and thirty dollars to fill my um, truck, uh, my Ute. Uh, when I yeah, it's just fucking yeah. It's currently one pound fifty <laughs> per litre. I like what Moonshine said. Allow fuel to skyrocket like here that. in uh, my West Virginia town. Went to the store, asked for five dollars worth of gas. He farted and gave me a receipt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Fuck's sake. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But yeah, but just don't, don't forget um, the the the, uh, the the average Russians who don't support this stuff, um, and they're really fucking hurting financially um, because of these um, sanctions that are being put on them. Um, yeah, probably the last thing I'll say on it is: Would we put these same sanctions on China if they were to invade Taiwan? Yeah, that's getting a bit more political. Mm-hmm. No, because it's not in Europe. Yeah. Either way, let's not talk about that. Let's just continue on. Uh, but but yeah, kudos, good on Bohemia. Kudos to Bohemia for um, raising some more money uh, for some people who desperately need it. Um, mm. yep. Yeah. Very sad to see what's happening. Very fucking sad to see. Yeah. Um. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. This. Should fucking... we even talk about these lot? Like, is there any point? All we're going to say is I um, announced um, at the Christmas show that we were partnering with Artesian Builds, uh, or oh, going to yeah. be partnering with them um, to do a PC giveaway. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to afford that, so I pulled the pin on that a while back. 
Um, and, but I hadn't removed the pinned tweet from the um, 87.8 Survivor FM Twitter account. Yeah, I pulled that uh, pinned tweet. Um, for those who don't know, go and Google it, but they basically, they fucked the goat. Um, they did something really shitty, uh, and everyone is dropping them like fucking turds. Like, yeah, yeah so... I saw Pestilia dropped them and everything there during the week as well. It's yeah. so, like big, yeah. big names are just dropping them and... yeah. Yeah. So for for context, and this is best as my memory can put it, so for anybody who isn't aware of Artesian Builds and what they do, they typically do, you know, they do a lot of sponsorships, they do a lot of deals with content creators to create PCs, send them to, out to them, stuff like that. There was a particular content creator, uh, I can't remember her name for the life of us. Um, PR, I think it is. The, yeah, the, the CEO, I believe it's the CEO yeah. of Artesian Builds, openly on stream in front of quite a lot of people decided to completely shit on her, on her content and on her character. Obviously, a lot of people were not fucking happy about it. He Obviously, he made both a written and a, a video apology. People weren't happy about that either. Obviously, you know, you shouldn't be fucking saying the stuff he said. Yeah. And as a response, a lot of content creators are now cursing ties of Artesian builds. Um, you know, Boydie, as as he said, you know, we did initially have a plan to do the PC giveaway, but now we're no longer going to do that, which is fair enough uh, because of the reasons just stated before. But if that was still going ahead, we would definitely not be fucking doing that now. So mm-hmm. it's, it's even was... Oh, that's a YouTuber called Jay's Two Cents, who's an absolutely amazing PC YouTuber. He reached out to this person who was affected and said, I will build you a PC right here, right fucking now. Give me your give me your details and I'll send it over to you. And he has done it. There was also some actual business stuff that um, Artesian Bills had that was found out during this drama. Um, so in, I think, America, wherever it is, they have to hold a license to be able to yeah. um, do business in a certain county. That license has been expired since last November as well, uh, which is obviously a big, which is obviously a bad thing. Um, they put up apology videos that didn't really seem like apology videos. Uh, it was more, they, sorry that you got offended. <clears throat> yeah. Um, they apparently, their PCs have overheated when streamers got them. They just constantly overheat. So what I saw another tech YouTuber do, which I can't remember his name, but it was a TikTok, and they said what they do is they install a software, a NVIDIA software, and then they bottleneck the GPUs by 10%, so it stops the overheating, which is obviously making PCs run really badly and lag and crash and do whatever else. So they're man, like they're bottlenecking these PCs just to stop an overheating problem without actually fixing the problem that was causing the overheating. And just bad things like that, and everything and it just looks like from what buddy was saying there that they're trying to sell the company because i'm assuming it's just tanked recently mm. so well they got a tweet there from an hour ago at this point we are examining a potential employee led by out of the company thank you for your support yeah i don't so. know whether i'd want to touch it with a 10-foot pole i would be very reluctant um they had an amazing concept you know they built the stream or the pcs live on stream and people could donate and um, you know, the money that was donated or the subs that were bought for the channel, the revenue would go into upgrading the computer in some way, um, but they fucked the goat. And as well, I saw that um, Intel Intel Gaming like tweeted about it as well because mm-hmm. they're a sponsor or something of them, and 
said that they're aware of the situation as well. So yeah. I could see mm-hmm. another PC like build company taking over the company, like buying oh, it yeah, and just easy. merging it into one. Um, yeah, that that probably I mean, happen. The whole thing, what they done, was an absolutely fantastic concept of yeah, you know. But and I know any can any kind of company can easily do the same. But it is a question of like who's going to do that. But they wouldn't have to fucking do that if Artesian builds weren't scummy pieces of shit. Well, I won't say much for the employees because obviously, you know, they weren't the ones that said, and obviously you can't really tell if their yeah. views represent the CEOs. But the CEO, no, you're a twat. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you killed your company, yeah. mate. Congratulations. Well done. Yeah. I just I just don't have time or patience for people who, you know, they think, oh, you know, you've you, you've you've made it. You've made a fantastic company. You've got you know you've got your fingers in a lot of pies to really do well for your company, and then you do that. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Mm. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah, not the uh, not the greatest thing in the world, but look, no, that's what not, it is. No. He made a mistake. He he didn't deal with it right, or he shouldn't have said it in the first place. Obviously, mm. but uh, yeah, it is what it is, and you live live with your mistakes. That's and it. Yeah. The last topic uh, for those who just joined um, is the 100th <sighs> episode of the podcast. Will be my last. Um, <laughs> I'm in chats with the boys at the moment. Um, um, it pretty much looks like the show will be going on, which is great. Um, which is what I wanted to see. Um, but I'm just going to be stepping away from it, folks. Um, for there's there's a lot of reasons why. Um, but Scalespeed probably summed it up the best in a um, in a message to me um, that he used to do a photography podcast, um, and in the end, it started feeling like a chore. And I've been doing this almost two years uh, now. Um, I think for the hundredth episode, I'm pretty sure the first episode was in like March or something. Um, so. I'm going to be stepping back. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe down the line um, I'll get that bug again. Um, but for now, I just um, I need to step away, folks. My heart hasn't been in it. I think that's been clear to everyone. You know, Mark's even said I don't chat as much in our little group DMs and in the Discord. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I just. And that's it. And yeah, I'll, I'll say this right now in the open as well. Any time you want to come back, even just for an episode, just to talk to somebody, just have a laugh, bring in, you know, get yourself in. You've always got a spot available. And I know for a lot yeah. of our community, they would love to see you back. And, you know, again, I'll say this right now. Got a lot of respect for you for working on this for the past two years. And a lot of people, you know, they've reached out with a lot of support, a lot of positivity. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, we will continue on. We will continue on. We'll see what we can do. And we'll obviously let you guys know. We'll let you guys know what happens. And then, you know, we'll we just hope that when the transition is done, that you continue supporting us. But we'll never forget everything you've done for us, Boydie. So... And, and the reason why I, I want you guys to carry on with it is um, <clears throat> I've always viewed it as it's not so much my show, it's the community show. Um, and, yeah, you can still talk to me. I'll still be in the Discord, um, <clears throat> but I'll be handing over um, at, uh, the Twitch channel 
um, the Twitter, because I've still got my own Twitch channel, my Boydy73 one. Um, I never rebranded that one. I just created a a, a new yeah. um, 87 8 Survivor FM. I'll probably keep the YouTube channel, you know, based on stuff Mark said to me and stuff like that. Um, uh, but because um, it's got all my old stuff on there as well. Um, but I'll probably just rebrand it back to Boydy73. So you yeah. guys can create a um, <clears throat> 87 8 Survivor FM YouTube channel if you want. Um, uh, the Facebook page, I'll give that over as well. Um, the Twitter account, um, so that you know, the, the, as much as possible can still be carried on by the team that's going to take over. Um, I, I'll probably even stay on as a moderator in the Discord, um, um, you know, or an admin. But I just, I, I just, I can't do the show anymore. Um, there's, you know, there's it's not really anything going on in my personal life. Um, yeah, I've got the Boomer Zone Discord as well, um, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I just I need to step back. Um, Daisy's taking its toll on me. Um, I still love the game, um, but yeah, you know I, I think it needs uh, some fresh um, uh, people running it. Um, and when I say fresh, you know, it's you guys who are um, still part of the show. But let's just see where you guys can take it. You know, for, for the record, the show's doing the best it's ever done. Um, yeah, the, the views are up and, um, the, the channel was getting, um, um, a lot more subscribers, but yeah, we'll work all that stuff out, um, down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's not because I hate everyone, but it's just, my heart hasn't been in it and the show, the community deserves better than what I've been giving it of late. I've been umming and ahhing about this for ages, you know, uh, those who follow me on Twitter, I had a bit of a rant uh, about a month ago, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm done with this shit and, um, you know, more it's about I just need to take a step back and just remember why I like gaming um, and uh, just enjoy myself. Um, I've been playing a bit more World of Warships lately, enjoying that, and, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, when when a hobby becomes a, well, I almost, I'll say job for lack of a better word, but. You um broke off there, Marks. We'll never get to know what he's... Oh, everyone's frozen. Can you guys still hear me? Well, that was anticlimactic, wasn't it? Lost everyone. Dumpgraf, Lad, and Marks. Now, it's not my internet choking. Maybe it's a Discord issue. So, yeah. 
Well, folks. <clears throat> I don't know how to do that. How do you do that? How do I change the um, region? Well, there we go. Right, there we go. Right, I swapped the region to Sydney. I'm off. It might have something to do with that. It might be just bugged or something. What was it on? <clears throat> it was on EU. EU on where? Where? Sorry, EU? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, cause the way it works is that it's based off the first person who joins, and I was the first person who joined. Ah. So something wrong with the EU Discord server or something then? I'm more so your connection to the EU servers. Uh, okay. Yeah, because we were all fine, but it was just you that dropped. Oh, so you guys could all hear each other and... Yeah, yeah we couldn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can get my camera on again. Right, well, there we go, there we go. Um, yeah, you were saying, Marks, about it uh, being a job. Um, oh, yeah, like when... when um, even though it's not a job for you, but... When it feels like it becomes a job, when a hobby feels like it becomes a job, it takes the the fun out of it. If that makes sense, it it doesn't feel like a hobby no more, and it feels like yeah. you have to do it. Um, and that's and it's always good to take to breaks and just it's always good to take mm -hmm. breaks, just relax for a while. Um, you know, however, however long that break is, it doesn't matter. Just as long as mentally it's you're doing better because of it, then that's the good thing. So yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, um, before we move on, I, I put out a tweet saying that I mightn't be able to do the show or like run it or whatever. I've removed that tweet since. Um, I don't know who's going to run it yet, but I'm going, we're going to work with Lad and Archie and whoever else and hopefully try and get it running. So I deleted that tweet for that reason. I'm going to try my yeah. best. Well, we're all going to try our best to get it up and running and see. And Dumpy would like to become a uh, permanent uh, co host as well now. Yeah, I would like to help keep it going. I mean, yeah, we I got a lot of... Um... Go ahead, sir. Sorry, the first time I met you, Boydie, was someone telling me about your little podcast thing. And way, way back then, it was uh, Archie, Ben, and... Uh... Roomstone? Brickhouse. Brickstone, yes. Yeah, you guys were all having fun and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I remember one of the things you told me later on in our friendship, because, you know, we became really close friends, is that 
when you were first doing the podcast, you had a epiphany a couple of episodes in that this wasn't about you anymore. It was about the community. Mm-hmm. And I always loved that about you, that you were openly willing to admit that you started the podcast, maybe not for so good reasons, but then you quickly corrected your course and realized that it was about the whole community. Yeah. And I've always admired that statement from you. And it's really, really sad to see you take a step back, but I know it's for good reasons, and I, I love you to death, man. Thank you, and thank you to everyone who's reached out to me. Um, uh, you know, the, the support from people, just checking in to make sure I was okay and things like that. Um, um, yeah, I miss Brim as well. Um, I, I was going to ask, is there any any update on him? No, haven't heard Since last year, sure. I've reached oh, out okay. a number of times, and um, I, I'm worried about him, to be honest. I really am. Um, yeah, he, I hope he's he was, doing good. He was instrumental in you know helping the show um, kick off. Um, you know, but um, yeah, I, I, if you're ever watching this, Brim, reach out, buddy. Want to want to want to chat with you? I miss you. You were like like Real Richie dude. says, you were funny as fuck, man. You were funny as fuck. Um, I still remember his little stretching exercises and stuff like that on streams, and yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm excited, honestly, I'm excited to see what you guys do, you know, your vision for the future of the, the show. Um, and you know, yeah. You're excited to become a viewer. I honestly, I am. <laughs> there's, I'm not going to lie. There, there was always a little part of me that I wished someone started up another podcast in competition to mine, you know, someone with a bigger reach, a bigger network, um, who could get more out there? Because I'm a controversial person. I say shit, you know, and I piss people off. But I'm blocked by fucking so many people um, because they don't like me. And yeah, you know, you're not going to like everyone. That's a fact of life. Um, but um, I always wished that someone um, started one because I used to love watching Altercast. I used to love watching Uncooper's Compass um, podcast. You know, just hearing people talk about the. Um, uh, game and you know that's why I did the format that I did where we get guests on um, so it's not just the same people week in week out talking about Daisy it's a variety of people and different opinions uh, coming on to talk about it and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to just being able to sit back with a cuppa um, and uh, watch it yeah yeah love Brim busting your balls about how many days you could go without pissing people off um, <laughs> he had his little whiteboard with uh, days since last incident. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, now. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was that. That was very funny. But you know, the, the show's evolved. Um, I think I've taken it as far as I can take it. Um, and now it's time to hand it over to someone else um, and see where where they can take it. Um, so we'll keep you guys updated um, as we nut stuff out behind the scenes. Um, and I'm still going to be around. I'll probably still fire up my um, uh, Boy 73 uh, Twitch account every now and then, um, you know, just to stay connected with people. Who knows? I might even do a um, um, a reaction to the podcast. <laughs> Imagine. A lot of pressure there, lads. Fuck. 25-minute rant from Boydy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no. Um, but I'm not going uh, this week. I've um, committed to doing 100 episodes. I think that's a milestone, you know. Uh, Mark said, you know, you, do you want to just call it quits now? And I went, no. It's, it's like doing a uh, marathon and quitting, you know, 100 metres from the finish line. Um, I would hate myself for, forever if I didn't at least see it through to the 100 episodes. So, 
yeah. well, that's it. It was was so close for you in the hundredth episode. It'll be a fucking fantastic send off, and I really do hope everybody watching here tunes in for that. Um, and like Boydie said, you know, we're going to keep you guys updated about what is going to happen in the future of the podcast. Who's exactly going to take over as the main host? You know, who's going to be um, in Boydie's spot? But he will always be with us, always. Even behind the scenes, he's always going to be there to advise us. Um, you know, if we need any help with anything like that or any guidance, he's always going to be there. And, you know, like I said, I'll say openly, I've got a lot of respect for you, buddy, for doing this for so long. And, but we're not, we're not going to be ending anytime soon, folks. Not a chance. We're going to keep, we're going to keep doing the podcast. We're going to go 105 episodes and call it quits because it just couldn't be. Asked. Yes, <laughs> hell yes. And honestly, no, I really do hope that the podcast continues for another 100 episodes. But so do I. So do I. I, I really wanted to. Um, we built up, um, you know, despite what people think of me, I think we built up one of the nicest um, communities around DayZ. Um, you know, we're mm. open and we. Um, um, discuss issues that a lot of people don't want to discuss, and um, yeah. Uh, but no, fuck game. All... It's not. It's not ending. The show will go on. The show has to go on. Um, like people said, you know, we 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 provide a service that not a lot of other people do. You know, yes, other streamers mm-hmm. talk about stuff, but they don't talk about it like we do in a panel format, um, where we have differing opinions and um, you know, uh, countenance different ideas and concepts and. You know, we shine the spotlight um, more on um, uh, smaller creators and uh, modders uh, because the big guys, they don't need us. Um, they, they, they were, they're already set. They're already, um, you know, good to go. Whereas, um, you know, it's always been about, um, yeah, we do get big people on from time to time, um, but you know, the focus has always been on, you know, trying to help out the little guys and bring awareness to what they do. Um, that, that also makes me think I, I have been uh, considering um, doing more spotlight interviews, um, you mm-hmm. know, just that one-to-one format that I do. Um, uh, you can take them over. They're all yours. <laughs> like, they, you can. Like, we, I think that they would be... It'd be cool for you to do that and do it. No mm. schedule, but just do one whenever you feel like doing yep. one if you can get, you know, the other person to do totally it. Totally agree. And that's kind of yeah. the thing, yeah. I, I just I want the flexibility. Um, being locked into and yeah, it's it's an early start, um, six AM. Um, and you know, like this morning I was um alarms going off from four AM in the morning, because uh, I'm an old fucker and it takes me forever to get out of bed. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guys, thank like you said, all for your support so far. And w- honestly, we couldn't have done it without you. And it's like when I when I came on as a permanent guest, you know, the support you guys gave me was absolutely fucking phenomenal. And I hope that you 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 shared that enthusiasm for all of us going on. And we can't we can't do it without you. And we do have a lot of love for everybody here who watches, and even who watches the vod a few days later. Or at any time. We really do love you. We really do appreciate you. And like I said, Boydie, you're going to be missed. But you're, you're always going to be with us. So, Yep. I'll be still hanging uh, he'll be the fuck back. out of everyone. He'll, he'll, be he'll, be he'll, he'll be back in five episodes, guys. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... 
And yep, like you said, they all are on Spotify. They're all on YouTube, so you can go and listen to them. All the old stuff whenever you want. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm we've, excited uh, to see where uh, it goes. We've uh, a lot of things kind of planned. Hopefully, if we can get them into, uh, you know, things, but I'm not going to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, are it you should be good change stuff. the time. Yes, more than likely. <laughs> and the may, maybe the day, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not but nothing's 100 percent confirmed, but yes, we if we do keep... change anything. Yeah, we'll keep everybody updated. And like I said, who's going to take over? New times and dates, what's going to happen? And obviously we'll talk with Boydie about the transfer and the handover, Mm -hmm. but we will keep everybody updated. So just be patient. Um, I don't know exactly what's going to happen right now. There's a lot of ideas. We have talked already, but we will. Like I said, we'll keep you updated. So just please be patient with us and we'll show you what we can do. Yeah. Awesome. Excited for it. I, I genuinely am. I genuinely am. It's going to be nice being a viewer. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what we can I do. expect you to be a highly opinionated viewer. Oh, fucking hope I will be. I'm never <laughs> going to change. <laughs> I'm going to be like PMing you. I didn't hear you talking in the episode, Boydy. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. We'll call it quits there. Um, oh, I wanted to do a shout out. Oh, yeah, we got the uh, spotlights. Yeah, individual spotlights. Go on, Go for it. Oh, uh, I would like to shout out Scale Speeder Gaming. He posted a video about talking about the people behind mods and stuff like that, and a simple explanation on how they work and all the effort that goes into them. A very short video, uh, but I just wanted to uh, give it a shout out, and not only because I'm the only mod that he actually goes into the workshop of, but because it was really cool to see him doing that. Mm. And more people need yeah. to. Yeah, I'll post the uh, video inside the chat. Give me a second. I don't watch a lot of uh, big streamers. Do they talk much about modders and um, the people no. behind the mods? I found they talk about how good a mod is if they encounter it, like weapons yeah. or claws or something like that. But that's about it. But that's that's fair. I'm pretty much. They don't go I'm into detail. Sure a lot of streamers do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even when I do my little thirty-second shout-out when I stream Daisy, it's literally thirty seconds, and I try to explain the mod as fast as I can, and then tell them to give a like or whatever else. But it's not yeah. like a huge amount of time dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. I am going to quickly bring something up. I think we probably need to discuss it since it's in the um, podcast Discord. Um, Exiles bonnet work. Oh. So no, let's, that, that's... We we need to because it's. I've, I've just I saw the message about. Uh, um, do you see what's in the topic discussion channel? So there's a screenshot getting around of him saying racist and homophobic words. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make him a racist and a homophobe? I don't know. Um, I believe we all have it in us to use um, offensive words um, when we're angry and all the rest of it. Um, but um, I don't agree with, uh, you know, pretty much everyone needs to be aware of everything. Mate, the, the jokes we say in my house, oh, my fucking God, between my missus and my son, um, if people heard the stuff that we said as jokes between us, um, oh, my fucking God, I'd get cancelled in a heartbeat. Um, but that's it. They're jokes. This wasn't said in a joking format, though. This was said in a um, yeah. angry uh, format. 
Um, I don't condone it in any way, shape, or form. Um, do I say we ban him from the podcast Discord? I say no, um, because I yeah you know, I don't know the background. All I've seen is a screenshot. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's not going to be my decision um, uh, because, yeah, <clears throat> I just, it was a stupid thing to write, a very fucking stupid thing to write. Um, you know, the N-word, um, the F-word, it rhymes with maggots. The content, the content of the screenshot was despicable. Yeah. And you should really start to evaluate what you say and who you're saying it to, yep. especially in this community. And you're going to burn a lot of bridges saying what was said if it turns out the the screenshot wasn't doctored um especially yeah. when you have a lot of big eyes suddenly on your server you know yep. like fresh spawns meta a, a video highlighting his server and there were streamers doing it and stuff like that and you had a big opportunity and a lot, a lot of eyes suddenly on your server and you can't make mistakes like that you can't it's, it's, it's an goal. you absolutely can't we, we don't can't. we don't condone it we don't condone no. what you said but and nobody in the community should be saying stuff like that. No. And that's only if it's true, though. And it's something that you guys should be taking with a grain of salt, even if it does come from a notable, I think, streamer, right, Marks? Yeah, mm. streamer uh, that posted it, yeah. Yeah, but like he has a right to defend himself and he has a right to be seen as somebody who actually didn't do that and the photo was made up. You know, I mean, he's getting some success and we've seen things like this happen with servers that get some success. Some things come up that aren't true and it becomes a bad light. So mm -hmm. just be... I mean, if the evidence is there that it is doctored or whatever, then okay, fair enough. But if there is no evidence uh, yeah, there... Provide... To... All, I, all I ask in regards to it is because we've only seen the screenshot of what's been said. We want, well, at least if it continues provide screenshots and videos of the actual conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah. because yeah. that's the only way you're going to prove yourself and basically say, yep, no, whoever made this claim, they were bullshitting because right now it's kind of not looking good, but I don't want to be no. talking about the topic anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to leave the, this episode on a bad note. So I just yeah. want to say again, you know, Boydie, you are going to be missed. And everybody, please have patience with us. Mm -hmm. And we will be seeing you next weekend. Probably. And next weekend, we have the one, the only Echo X coming back on. Uh, for those who don't know, Echo is one of the um, OGs of the, uh, the, what I like to call the Daisy Golden Era. Um, she's mm. played with Jam Jar, Mr. Blackout, Mr. Moon, um, Katie Wolf and just all those legends from the early days of Daisy Standalone. Um, I'm really excited that she's back in the Daisy uh, um, gang. Um, she was part of the Queen to the Castle event, part of the winning team too, I believe. Um, mm. And I'm just really excited. You, know, you guys know how much I love talking to the OGs um, of Daisy. Um, uh, so I'm really excited for that. Um, that's going to be very, very cool. And the week after that, we will be getting Half Goblin on um, and doing the console episode that we had planned for last week that I mm -hmm. missed. Um, so, yeah, very excited to get Echo on. Um, you know, a, a female always helps brighten up the um, ugly dials that you guys have to suffer through for two to three hours each week. 
Um, that's why <laughs> Mark's got voted the ugliest. That's why he doesn't use AR webcam anymore. We made him turn it off as part of Bruh. his contract. It's true, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, um... <laughs> how, how I didn't get voted the ugliest with my gap tooth, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Probably because I'm hung like a row bull ant. But yeah, no one got it. Oh, speaking of no one got it. Um, was it you, Derleth? Um, who did the, the the tweet of the week? Um, a political tweet. Um, we should cancel the Kremlin's internet. We should call it no internet. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's a dad joke right there. But everyone missed it. it. Everyone missed it. Everyone just got straight into, you know, the technicalities of it and all the rest of it. Um, but I, I actually replied to, no, that wasn't him. Um, oh, no, it was Puddin' the Crow, Puddin' the Crow. I follow on Twitter as well. Um, and I actually sent him a message and I just said, mate, I got it. And that was comedy gold. Internet. And he just spelled it I-N-T-E-R-N-J-E-T. Net. It was fucking awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Loved it. Oh, yeah. I, I, love, I, I do love it when um, someone says a joke and people miss it. Um, it's like, okay, yeah, that, that was good. Makes you feel kind of special. I, I'm smart enough to get that joke. But yeah. Anyway, folks, we will see you all next week, same time, same channels for now, as usual. Um, and <laughs> I don't have to wait for something like that. Um, but yeah, all the best, everyone. And yeah, we will see you all next week. Say bye bye. See you later. Bye bye. Take care, everyone. Bye. And ciao for now.